It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. After attending a conference last week, I thought it'd be fun to talk about the top five attributes of an effective Agile coach. Now, I know I've heard so many people give different ideas or different things that they felt like would be, you know, oh, you need to add this to the list or you need to add that to the list. But I felt like putting together a good list uh, on my own was going to be more rewarding and it was going to give you the pieces that I felt are probably the most important piece of the puzzle. So let's go through the list. Coming at number five, Probably the most important one, in my opinion, developing a culture of continual improvement. Now, I want to point out there's a difference between continual and continuous. Uh, Continuous means that it's ever flowing, never changing, that it's always going at the same rate. And I think that continuous improvement is one of the main factors that leads to burnout or to people not being able to sustain change. And it leads to people spending too much time in meetings. So I feel like continuous improvement is maybe the wrong wording. So I like to use continual improvement because continual improvement indicates that we're making strides and continually moving in the right direction, but at some points we may be moving a little slower or a little faster. So an agile coach, how does it relate to them? Their goal should be to help the organization develop a culture of continual improvement. So they need to do things like coach teams on how to identify and implement improvements, facilitate retrospectives with leading in on sprinkles and activities that lead towards team improvement, and encourage experimentation and innovation if possible within within a working environment for the team. I think that if the coach does that, then you're going to start to establish this culture where you're, where you're, where you will begin to see these changes take place. It's, it's not instantaneous, but it definitely happens. But just like all good things, love takes time, right? All right. How about number four? Number four is the obvious: facilitate agile ceremonies effectively. The key word here is effectively. Anyone can go in and facilitate an agile ceremony. Anyone could go in and say, "Oh, well, I'm going to lead this meeting." It's not all about leading a meeting. The coach should be present, aware, and actively engaged during sprint planning, daily scrums, sprint reviews, retrospectives. That means they're ensuring that all of these meetings are effective, that they've invited the rats, that they have a proper roster, that, uh, that they have an agenda, a clear agenda, that everything is time boxed, that it's scheduled for the right amount of that it's scheduled for the right amount of time or scheduled for the right amount of frequency, I should say. All of these different things are going to be important for the facilitator, in this case the coach, to make sure that they are staying aligned with the team's goals as well as the organizational goals. Okay. Coming at number three, assisting the team in removal of impediments. Now, when I say the team, that does include the product owner, includes stakeholders. And notice I didn't just say they remove impediments. That's important. They assist in their removal of impediments. The coach should help identify the impediments and help write prescriptions for the impediments so that the team can have a clear path for removal. And sometimes on occasion, the scrum master even needs to step in, or coach in this case, agile coach needs to step in and assist with the actual removal of the impediment. There are times where the team just can't activate or work on those things themselves. Maybe they don't have access to the tools or resources needed. Maybe they don't have access to the people needed. Maybe they don't have funding. 
But in any case, it's important for the coach to help teams develop their agile skills and competencies to understand how to use those to remove impediments and to assist them when they can't remove themselves. Speaking of building competencies, coming at number two is they need to help empower teams. This one is really uh, an interesting one as well. Uh, Many people say that the Agile coach is there to enable teams, and that's not true. Enablement is, in general, not a good thing. Empowerment is. So when you're empowering teams, this is where you're helping them become self-organizing, self-managing, and self-navigating. That includes coaching teams on how to work collaboratively, facilitating effective communication, and helping teams identify and resolve their own conflicts when possible. Now, like I said before, it's not always possible for them to resolve their own conflicts, but when it is, they should make every effort to do it. And finally, coming at number one, they need to be, if you're a strong Agile coach, your number one responsibility should be to lead and guide the Agile transformation. The coach is put in a driver's seat to help guide usually the entire organization through an Agile transformation journey. And I think that sometimes they don't realize that, or many times they may have more than one coach and there tends to be friction, or coaches moving in different directions. It's important that you find the person you trust the most and put them in a position so that they can provide guidance for the uh, the implementation of Agile by creating an Agile Center of Excellence, help the organization adopt Agile practices, and coach teams and individuals on how to apply Agile principles in their work and in their lives so that they can be effective at what they do. Now, that sounds like a lot of work, but what I can tell you is being an Agile coach is incredibly rewarding. It's a great opportunity to really see how you can embrace and enable and empower change. And it's a great way for you to better understand individuals and organizations and help them do their thing. That's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have a topic you want us to cover, make sure you reach out to us. Learn more at AgileDad.com. We'd love to chat with you. And as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.